welcome to the Marketing Technology Podcast. News, tools, and tips from marketing technology companies and the marketers using them. Here's Douglas Carr. On this week's Marketing Tech Blog uh, Radio, we are talking to the Director of Demand Generation at Leadspace, Damon Waldron. Damon, welcome aboard, sir. Thank you very much. Yeah, and uh, I, I, you know, when we got the notice from your organization about, you know, whether uh, I, I should say PR pitch, right? Um, we get PR pitches all the time, but I thought it was really intriguing, and it and it really just kind of. Um, maybe hit me in the chest as well with our own demand generation work that we're doing with the marketing tech blog in our in our agency. But uh, and that was eighty percent of the average salesperson's day is spent on non-revenue generating activities, including not knowing where to find good prospects or recognizing them once they find them. And that really rang true with us because we get. You know, we get the trickle of inbound leads, and so we have that kind of database filling up. Um, but then on the other side, we kind of know, you know, here's here's the guys that we're really after. Here's the organizations we're really after. How do we connect with them, and how do we get to them? And so I, I, I'd love having you on the show to talk about this topic because I think it's something that most companies are struggling for from. So can you tell us a little bit about the maybe, – maybe first introduce yourself, and then we'll talk about, um, we'll talk about that problem. Sure, sure. Again, so it's Damon Waldron from uh, Leadspace. So I run demand generation for the company, and uh, you know, been in the in this demand gen game for for a while. At uh, you know, a couple lead gen startups, on the agency side before that. But yeah, this is hard. This is really difficult stuff. And I, I think you know, in the past, I've always you know done content syndication campaigns, uh, you know, purchasing lists, w- whatever, hoping to get you know, the right number of leads back and you just, you don't know what you're going to get. Um, so uh, since I started at Leadspace, things have, have gotten a bit different. I think it's exciting because what we're able to do is really define our target audience and not just, oh, I'm looking for, uh, you know, marketing managers in the U.S. at companies of this size. No, I actually know the 20,000 or 30,000 people that I want to go after. So it, it really changes the way you do marketing because and, and sales because you actually have a, a defined audience and you can tell how well you're doing to actually penetrate that audience. Um, so it's it's pretty exciting stuff. And and how does that go about? You know, this isn't I don't go to lead space and purchase a list, right? I mean, how does how does the system work to you know, kind of keep that data up to date and, uh, you know, um, you, uh, what is it, you know, 30% year to year, you know, rotation of people uh, right. in and out of jobs and everything else. How do you, how do you guys kind of maintain that? And what, what does an engagement look like with Leadspace? Sure, sure. So, so basically, if, if you're, you know, if you're a company, let's say you're company X, what we do is we look at your closed one, both, both at those, those people and those companies, and then analyze them from a lot of different angles. You know, we would, look at social data like LinkedIn. Uh, we would look at things that are on the open web, job postings, press releases, et cetera, et cetera. We'd look at your data as well as structured data sets, you know, the usual suspects like the DNBs of the world. And we'd pull all that together sort of in our analytics layer and establish a shape for those people and companies. And then we would look for more people and companies that fit that shape, both in your database as well as outside. So uh, it, it's, it's pretty exciting. I think what we're able to do is we actually started in, in the sort of the Israeli NSA, our founder came out of that, and he would look at tons of unstructured data 
And he uh, he had to make sense of it to try and look for the bad guys. And so he's applied a lot of those same semantic analysis techniques to to what we do, where we have this really good, rich data that's out there. You guys you, you yeah. should, should get a contract with the NSA and save us a lot of money. <laughs> I'll, I'll, take, I'll take that contract. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, although it's going to change my, my marketing pitches a whole lot, though. Yeah. Uh, I'll have a whole new persona to go after. Yeah, exactly. Fashion emergency hotline. The car. My kids. They're covered in frosting. Okay, slow down. What happened? We were going to a birthday party. I put the cake on the back seat. I didn't think they could reach it from their car seats. Kids do have a knack for getting what they want. What am I going to do? What you need to do is go to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yes, right now kids in baby clothes are up to 50% off. You'll be able to get those little rugrats looking spick and span for next to nothing. But hurry, the sale ends soon. Thank you. Don't thank me. Thank Old Navy. Bella 51 to 519. Select styles. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. <laughs> no, I, you know it's fascinating. The the I was writing I was writing last night. I was literally just talking about this and how um, how the industry is is really transforming. And I know that that's a overused term and everybody says it, but it really is moving so fast. And you know some of the things that I was talking about were you know just five years ago it was batch and blast, right? You know it was just. Right. It was just, hey, get eyeballs, get everybody everywhere. And then we, we walked into this kind of automation space where we said, okay, well, we, we kind of know what our customers look like. We're going to make up these personas and we're going to make up these segments and we're going to filter it down and analyze it. And then we're going to batch and blast to those segments, <laughs> you know. And, and now it really feels like we are on the cusp as far as, um, getting, uh, you know, we've always said this, but the right message to the right person at the right time. And, and what I see happening is almost a flip. And that's that the hard work is really being done by, you know, companies like Leadspace where they're reversing the database and saying, you know, this isn't about the company, this is about the customer. Um, and what does the customer absolutely look like? What are their behaviors online? Where are they going? Where are they found? What are they doing? And I, I, I just, it's a really exciting time for marketers because one, I think marketers have a really bad name right now with data. We ask everybody right. for all their data and then we abuse the crap out of it, don't use it and still blast them and spam them and everything else. And, and I, I like that pushback from consumers and businesses because we are wasting time and wasting energy and filling their inbox when it's unnecessary. And so this, you know, this by having this, you know, profile and, and, you know, on your site, it talks about it, you know, activity-based rules, statistical analysis, intent modeling, uh, subject input, um, those all go into, you know, identifying who your ideal buyer is. So what, what you're saying is, hey, instead of focusing all of our attention across the board, let's focus all of our attention where, where there really is opportunity. And, the, and on the reverse side, that customer says, or that prospect says, hey, I appreciate this. You're right. This is exactly what I'm looking right. for. You, you do know my needs. You, you get me. Because uh, that's the big thing. I mean, we, in, in marketing with kind of the, the old approach you were talking about, the, the, the most common thing would be the disconnect where it's like, who is this? They don't get me. They don't get my needs. They're just like spamming me. You know. And I think that you're right. We're getting smarter about understanding our buyer, uh, understanding specifically who they are, what their interests are, what their expertise is, you know, what their challenges are. And I, I think there are, 
you know, there's more data available than ever before because of, you know, because of what we're sharing on LinkedIn and things like that. We're just, we're just a tool that actually leverages that data and makes it useful. So, you know, it's, it's better for marketers because, you know, we're, our response rates will go up or we're sending the right message to the right people. It's better for buyers too, because they are getting that right message. And you know what, hopefully we're connecting them with it, with a product or a service that can actually solve that, that challenge that they have, and they can be better at their job and, you know, have, have great success. Are you a marketing technology company looking to increase your market share? Contact Doug and his team at DK New Media for information on their public relations, search engine marketing, and content strategies, including a dedicated show on this podcast. Email info at dknewmedia.com. Now, now, you guys don't take the place of a CRM in this situation, right? You guys are feeding the CRM? Yeah, exactly. So we, we integrate with Salesforce. We'll actually sit in Salesforce uh, or, or standalone. Um, we also integrate with Marketo and Eloqua, and we're, we're just uh, finishing up an open API that will connect with other systems as well. So I think, yeah, think of us as an analytics layer that's just going to sit there that's going to, um, you know, help you enrich your existing database. That's actually, a, you know, another big thing. Because we're connecting with all these data sources, we're pulling all this in, and we're able to take a lead record or a contact record, for example, all the basic firmographic data that, you're, that you would expect, as well as things like what kind of technologies do they have at that company, uh, which is really, really powerful for marketers and something I use all the time. What kind of expertise do they have there? And then for that person, you know, what, what, uh, tell me more about their job function because job titles are weird now. I mean, I'm a director of demand gen. Who, like, what is that? <laughs> um, it's not like you can expect a database to have marketing manager, marketing director, uh, VP of marketing, CMO, and that's it. And you can just slice and dice your database like based on that. There, there's all kinds of crazy names. Um, so what you can do is you use a tool that can, t- that can use like semantic analysis and actually understand what that person is and, and who they, you know, what, the, what they like to do. I mean, I, I, think, I think of it in a way almost like, okay, if you want to find out about someone, maybe you, you key in their name and you Google them. You're going to see, oh, they're in this press release. Okay, oh, there's their LinkedIn profile. Then you click on their LinkedIn profile. You read it. You read the experience they've had. You read, you know, what kind of, uh, what tools they have expertise in. And then you make some judgments based on that. You're like, ah, that's that's a good fit. That's a bad fit. We're essentially taking that process and just automating it at, at a massive scale. Uh, so it's, it's really exciting. I think it's, it, it's, a, it's a very actionable tool that um, that uses what's out there. So yeah, predictive is hot, and there's a reason. It's it it works. It really does work. Well, I I think not only does it work, but it also breaks down um, internal. Uh, I, w- I want to think of the right word without insulting people, but that naivete that you know we often have as marketers or salespeople that we know (laughs) you know what i keep seeing over and over with our you know with clients that we work with and the companies that we're working with is is they actually don't know um you know they the hot lead that they think is going to close next tuesday never closes and out of nowhere some company comes and closes a huge deal uh and and tools like this uh, would absolutely provide that insight. Like I, I, I love the fact that you guys talk about 
um, that you collect data on what systems they have because that's you know now the world is getting broke up right it's getting broke up into um you know the marketing automation vendors now are merged with the email marketing vendors are merged with the crm systems are merged with the platforms yeah the ad platforms the financial platforms behind companies and so you know with those seamless integrations if you you know if you were an oracle shop and i got on and started talking about salesforce um (laughs) it's deaf ears right yeah exactly exactly It, it it's it's really interesting to see how, you know, we're, we're getting better thanks to these tools. And I think, you know, one, um, one thing that's interesting is that you can, if you're thinking about efficiency of like an SDR team, for example, you know, you've got, let's say you're, you know, a fast growing mid-sized like business and, you know, you, you, you have these aggressive goals you have to go after. Do you want to spend to have your your SDR spending their team their time like researching these people and kind of assessing is that a good fit or is there a bad fit? You know, use predictive scoring to to, to actually decide that, um, and then they can get they can focus on the things that matter like actually you know the velocity of, of calls and you know you know having those conversations versus the the researching thing that we were talking about when we when we started the 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 uh, uh, this show. And I, I, one of the things that you touched on with the predictive scoring that I like is, um, you know, there's a lot of platforms out there in, um, in marketing automation space and the lead gen space that are, they have scoring modules, but they leave it to you to develop that score. And, and, right. and just what I was talking about before, you know, we wind up using our own biases to, to, to adjust the score and it winds up being a bad score. We literally wind up ranking things wrong by so by you guys utilizing semantic analysis and you know all of this profile and behavioral data and social data, you guys are able to get a very accurate score of a likelihood for someone to to purchase and now you can prioritize that list uh, in a manner that that is going to maximize the revenue for a company. Yeah, and I think you know as a marketer, I have a lot of background on the on the email marketing side and. I think one thing it teaches you is humility because I think we all have this perfect subject line that we're <laughs> that we're in love with, but then you A/B test it against something that you 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 don't think is as great, and then that the the bad one quote unquote blows it out of the water. I think you know testing is what matters, and I think the you know things like a predictive platform, you know I've seen some really really interesting things that have ch- for us that have changed our business as far as who we target specifically. Um, you know, we realized that, you know, in a lot of cases we, we weren't targeting the right people, but we've, you know, continually refined that. And then, you know, we have limited resources. We have limited time as far as the, you know, what emails am I going to build? What calls are, is, are our team going to, going to make? Let's use those resources in the, in the best way. Cause we know that going after a VP of demand gen is, is, is like our best shot as opposed to whatever the other, you know, targets we were thinking of. It, it really helps. And then when you look at big enterprise businesses who, who use this a lot, I think we've got, you know, Oracle, IBM, Microsoft, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they've got this ma- these massive databases, this massive, massive amount of inbound leads. How do they make sense of that and actually uh, prioritize effectively? Uh. It's, it's, it's incredible. We, and I need to couple you with another company that we, uh, that we work with SalesView Cause I think between your model and theirs, they, they basically built a, uh, an automation dashboard for the sales reps and, and that has 
you know, um, great reporting for the sales managers, but they don't, cool. they don't do the, they don't do the ordering of it. They literally just do the back end. You know, I think it's, you know, 22 clicks in Salesforce to basically say, you know, Hey, I met with this person. They're not interested yet. Follow up in three weeks. It's literally <laughs> like 22 clicks to, uh. you know, to, to, to get what you need in there. And so they built a, they built a, you know, an automation platform that sits on top of that. That's kind of a, Hey, your list is in front of you. Go, 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 go. And, and they see incredible results just on the automation side of, of speeding up the process for sales reps to be able to burn through, you know, their activity on a daily basis. I can't imagine the two combined where you could both prioritize it and, uh, do that. Um, Infographics and white papers continue to lead search and content strategies throughout the web. DK New Media researches, designs, and promotes the best informational graphic and most well-produced white papers in the industry. Contact Doug and his team at DK New Media for additional information. Email info at DK New Media. You know, there are a lot of tool, powerful tools that are that are out there. Um, I, you know, I remember... Just kind of walking the halls at 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 at, Marte- at the Martech conference, you know Scott Brinker's thing, and you you know you look at his, his his chart on the on the Martech landscape, and you see all these tools that are out there, and you're like, okay, how do how do they all how do they all work together, or is it just going to cripple an organization to try and implement a bunch of them? And you know, I think that's that's key for someone in a role like mine, where you have to look at these things and, and think how you can actually just make things easier without as opposed to just overcomplicating them and making them harder. But yeah, th- there's a lot of uh, um, space there to, to fix things and smooth out the processes and, and, and make it really, really hum. Yeah. When, when we're, you know, uh, we assist some customers in their, in their vendor selection. And the first thing we do is map out their, their people and resources, you know, so what are they great at? What kind of budget do they have? What kind of timeline do they have? What kind of, uh, you know, you get all those elements in place and then you select, you know, the technology that fits into that process. Um, the failures that we tend to see are the people that say, you know, they go look up, you know, what are the top 10 X online mm-hmm. <laughs> and they buy the number one product. And then they realize that they didn't, you know, they didn't have the resources, time, strategy, anything else. And, and it winds up sitting on the shelf for six months until they until they kill it. Um, sure. And like for us, I mean, we're a 50 person company, very small marketing team. We have to be kind of ruthless with how we how we prioritize those um, those investments and, you know, what's really going to work in, in our operation. I mean, you know, this product X sounds awesome and sounds really cool, but does it fit? Do I even have the hours in the day to actually exactly use this thing? Yeah. That's exactly it. I, one of the jokes I always tell, and, and I'm, I'm sure my listeners are getting tired of me, you know, repeating the joke, but, um, you know, I said sometimes our industry is like a bunch of refrigerator sell, salesmen selling refrigerators to starving people, you know, and <laughs> it, it doesn't matter that you sold them the refrigerator. They got to put food in it somehow, you know. Yeah, um, definitely. But, yeah, I, go ahead. Looks like you already visited at home this spring. The patio looks great, but why the makeover? Because we're hosting the block party, because Sunday dinners moved outdoors, because, oh, Hunter's graduation and Emily's baby shower, and because sometimes I can just sit back and enjoy it. 
Explore At Home's expanded selection of patio decor, like cushions starting at $9.99 and garden themes from modern to coastal. At Home, the home decor superstore. Any style, any budget, any reason to redecorate. Visit one of our three Austin area At Home superstores today. Well, what's on? What's on? You know, so so Lead Space, uh, Lead Space obviously has has kind of a really unique uh, market here on what you guys are doing. What size organizations are you working with? Sure, I, I would say it's it's the sort of fast growing mid sized companies, um, all the way up to the largest enterprise companies. Uh, generally, you know, someone with let's say twenty five million in revenue, um, or obviously healthy healthy VC uh, funding <laughs> would, would uh, tend to be a really good fit. Um, you know, I think it's the the companies that need to grow fast, where okay, they've got sort of this mandate for growth. They need to identify their target audience, um, and they need to, you know, fill that funnel. So that's a really good case for us. Uh, another one would be, you know, companies where they've got this this existing database. It's a mess. <laughs> um, you know, like most of the the, uh, the databases that are out there. You know, we're able to come in, enrich the database, see who's there, who's not there. Like for example, because we will socially verify things, of course enrich it with much more data and then prioritize it with the predictive scoring and they're able to see kind of who should who they should go after and who they shouldn't um, and then obviously they can add new leads in they can they can do all that and then you've got sort of the you know the larger companies um, where predictive like the sort of the the, the typical predictive scoring stuff uh, really really can kick in so there's a, a lot of good cases for it I think the cool thing about about our platform you know we do those three things discovery scoring and enrichment it helps to have all three things tied together under that ideal customer profile because you can tune that and that's going to affect those three different pieces of your business if you're using those all those products. That's awesome. And, and how can people find you? You can uh, check us out at leadspace.com or uh, feel free to email me at damon, D-A-M-O-N, at leadspace.com. Definitely would love to chat marketing with anyone and uh, happy to uh, happy to tell, tell you about Leadspace as well. Yeah, and Leadspace also has a podcast, Leadspace Radio, right? We do. So Leadspace Radio, uh, it, you can find it, find us on iTunes. Uh, we'll be kicking things back off in July. So uh, look forward to uh, to having some of those shows and uh, continuing the the podcast fun. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw that you had uh, Yasha Kakis Wolf on there. He's a he's a good friend and just a great guy. Uh, we, yeah, we've been. We've had some great thought leaders on, and I think you know, we just want to help people do their their marketing and sales jobs better. And I think it's great to to feature some of the experts out there as we all figure out this this kind of hairy mess of uh, <laughs> of marketing uh, in twenty fifteen together. Well, that's and we talked about that a little bit before the show. You know, one of the things that I want to tell people is, uh, well, first go to leadspace dot com. Uh, there's a video overview and there's some some great information on the site uh, to to see what they're doing. Um, but but Damon and I were talking before the show, and that's that. You know, we haven't figured all this stuff out yet. It's not perfect. That's why there's you know eighteen hundred different products uh, in the industry. Is we're still you know, flushing this out and, um, the technology is still moving at the speed of light and we're, we're, you know, we're getting there. And the great thing is, is by, you know, capturing this technology, utilizing it and leveraging it for your organization, you can really have a demonstrable, um, return on investment, you know, for, for investment in these companies. So check out leadspace.com. Damon, thanks so much for spending your time with me today. Thank you. Enjoyed it. All right. 
Subscribe online at marketingtechblog.com. Subscribe to our email, download our app, or follow us on social media.